Hi, and welcome to the Domestic CEO Podcast. I'm Amanda Thomas. I have some breaking news on the home front. Spray paint isn't just for graffiti artists anymore. These cans of paint that were traditionally wielded by street artists and gangsters are now a favorite of stay-at-home moms and domestic divas. Why are these mild-mannered ladies taking to the spray? Because one can of this magic paint can completely transform furniture and other home decor from drab to fab in less than an hour. Plus, with a little practice, it's totally easy to use. If you've never used spray paint before, don't be intimidated. With these three tips, you'll be painting like a pro in no time. So get your cans, put on your painting jeans, and let's get started. Before we get started, though, I want to thank today's sponsor, Squarespace.com. If you're a blogger or are thinking about becoming a blogger, you need to check out Squarespace.com. They've just launched a brand new content management system, making Squarespace faster and easier to use to create a high-quality site or blog. The new Squarespace features mobile responsive designs with automatic scaling to any size device. Plus, they have more than 50 new features. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase on new accounts, go to squarespace.com CEO and use offer code CEO8. Now, back to the tips. Step number one, prepare for painting. Let's be honest, using spray paint can be messy. Even the most experienced spray painter will have overspray and the occasional drips from the can. So, before you begin your project, make sure you have a clear, open space. All spray painting should be done outdoors and in an area that is shielded from the wind. This way you can ensure that the paint goes where you're pointing and not being blown all over your backyard. When you find your space, make sure to protect it with a drop cloth, fabric sheet, or giant piece of cardboard. Whatever you use doesn't need to be very thick as the overspray paint won't likely soak through, but it does need to be big enough to cover a decent amount of floor space. The last thing you want when you finish spray painting a bunch of picture frames pink is to find that your patio floor now has a perfect pink outline of a corner. Also, keep a couple of rags on hand to quickly wipe away any spots and make sure you're wearing your painting clothes You're likely going to get a little messy, so the better prepared you are, the less damage you're going to do. Now that the area is protected from the overspray, it's time to prep the item you want to spray. Spray paint will seal in anything that is on the surface of the item, so take a few minutes to wash and sand the item. A simple soap and water mixture and rag will remove any dust or dirt that could create a rough texture from a seemingly smooth plastic or ceramic piece. And a little sandpaper will remove any nasty little splinters that are hiding on wooden items. If you're spray painting something made of metal, you may want to use a metal etching primer to help create a rougher surface for the paint to stick to. If you forget to pick up the primer, make sure to clean the metal with dish soap and water to remove any oily residue before you paint, and then test a few quick sprays of paint to see if it'll stick. If not, you'll need to trek back to the store for the primer. Step number two, the spraying technique. If you've never used spray paint before, you're going to want to try your technique on a large piece of cardboard before you attempt to apply paint to your project. Hold the paint can about 10 to 12 inches away from the cardboard and start spraying while moving the can back and forth in quick movements. Once you're comfortable applying quick, thin layers of paint, you can start with your project piece. When you move to your project, make sure you don't start the spray directly on the item. Start just off to the side and then move across the item. Continuing to apply quick, light stripes to the item until you have a complete layer. Allow the layer to dry, and then repeat until the item is completely covered with a solid color. Don't try and outsmart the paint. When I used spray paint for the first time, 
I thought it would be much more efficient to apply more paint per pass. Big mistake. The longer you spray in a single spot, the more likely you are to have a big giant glob or a drip appear. If this happens, take one of your rags and wipe it off immediately. But you may need to wait for it to dry completely and then sand it before going back with the paint again. If this sounds like a pain, it is. But it's preventable by just using quick, light sprays over and over again. Taking frequent breaks to shake the can and wipe the nozzle of any built-up paint will help with this too. If you're painting something that needs color on all sides, put the item on the ground and paint all the sides except the one that's on the ground. Allow it to dry for about 10 to 15 minutes, you know, until it's not tacky or sticky anymore, and then tip it onto another side and paint the bottom. Whether it's a basket or a dresser, it doesn't pay to keep flipping the piece, so do everything you can and then move it once. Step number three, finish it off. You're done as soon as the paint dries. But what if you want to give your project a special finish? Let's say you want a wooden piece to look old and weathered. To do that, simply use a fine sandpaper to lightly rub until little of the paint is worn off. Do this lightly until you have your desired result. If you want the opposite effect of a bright, shiny, new-looking product, grab a can of spray enamel and apply a final coat. Either way you choose to finish your product, you'll have an amazing result. And if you mess up, no problem, just apply another thin layer of paint and try again. Fair warning, once you get the hang of spray painting, it can become slightly addictive. Everything you see will start to have new meaning, and you'll never again be able to go to a rummage sale and not see potential everywhere. You may even decide to completely redecorate your home. And if you do, let me know how it turns out. Post your successes, and even your failures, on the Domestic CEO Facebook wall or on my Twitter feed. Thanks again to today's sponsor, Squarespace.com. If you're a blogger or you've been thinking about becoming a blogger, you really do need to check them out. I've been playing around with creating my own websites on Squarespace for a few weeks now. And I can honestly say that this is the easiest blogging platform I've ever used. Not only are their templates amazing, but the technology is one of the most up-to-date available. I mean, you can build one website and know that it will adjust automatically to fit on all mobile screens. Does your blog do that? I know mine didn't before I started here. If you're interested in seeing what Squarespace can do for you, I would highly encourage you to visit their site and play around. You can get a two-week free trial as in, you don't even have to give them your credit card free when you tell them I sent you. For that free trial and 10% off your first purchase on new accounts, go to squarespace.com CEO and use offer code CEO8. Until next time, I'm the Domestic CEO, helping you love your home.